0: What up? This is Myron and you are listening to the rye bread and mustard, a Mariners podcast, the down on the docks on the other side of the tracks dive bar style podcast, up and about the Seattle Mariners that you are listening wherever you are getting that podcast action from. I'm not going to judge. Also, you might be watching this on our YouTube channel. Listen, we want to thank you in advance for liking and subscribing and all that good shit. We're back, we're coming at you. We are up in Edmonds, Washington at MVPs. Like it said in the description, we are a dive bar style podcast. So we are in a dive bar and with me always, we got Hanno up here in Edmonds. You just sitting down from playing a little beer pong, a little one-on-one action with yourself. Got yourself nice and prime for our podcast that we haven't done in a while
1: yeah it's nice to be back thanks for having me back again
0: yeah and let's thank again mvps for uh setting us up over here uh if you haven't been to mvps it's right on highway 99 just north of seattle in lovely Edmonds. they got i don't know how many fucking screens in here uh i i would say off the top of my head about 30 screens um they got old classic nintendo super nintendo Which I think I just set the high score on Mario Kart. Uh, Mario Kart's kind of like one of those games I can just jump back into. Not like any other physical sport. Uh, You you lose it if you don't uh, use it. That's not the case for Mario Kart. I'm still kicking the fucking ass with Koopa Trooper. Uh, We got some things to talk about. We haven't talked for a month. Uh, A lot of big changes here at the show. We'll be talking about that at the end of the episode. So if you want to get to the end of the episode... hear what's going on with the podcast um hey that's your reward from getting to the end you get to hear all of our uh our fun behind the scenes drama but uh jared kelnick kind of clapping back a little bit at uh jared apoto and the mariners anyways we're gonna get back we're gonna be talking about that we're gonna grab a drink we'll be right back after this wait do we still have commercials
1: Get ready to play hardball in the Kingdom. Take me to the ballgame. I want to see the ends. The Mariners are playing hardball.
0: Hit it again and again and again. Hit it again.
1: Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdom.
0: okay all right hano uh you know what's so fun about doing uh the bar uh dive bar podcast is we we come in here and at any dive bar and when you're setting up before you're going to record there's a lot of eating there's a lot of drinking but there's also like a lot of people that come over and talk to you and tell you their stories and mvps and Edmonds never ever disappoint
1: no they do have some great stories uh from us uh broadcasting here a lot of looky loos and that's cool they come over and say hey who are you what's going on
0: yeah and they and they give you a lot of information
1: and uh really tell me what happened
0: i mean tonight is no different than another we've, we've had popcorn pants here before um but i think this is one of the more interesting stories that i've heard and uh or I'm talking to the manager, uh, Shelby, over at the bar, and there's a couple of ladies over here. I'd say they were in their 60s. Um, They come over, they're asking what the hell we're doing and why we're in their dive bar.
1: Fair, right? Um, Yeah, it's Thursday night, ladies' night. No matter if you're 60, 21, 32, whatever. It's ladies' night.
0: Absolutely. And she comes over and she's... Says what, what's this about? And I'm like, all right, it's a Mariners podcast. She goes, Oh, the Mariners. Me and my ex-husband used to have season tickets back in the kingdom. And I'm like, all right, that's nice. And she told me a story. She goes, You want to hear a story? My husband, ex-husband, she made sure to let me know it was her ex, caught Ken Griffey Jr.'s and we gotta fact check this. She says it was his hundredth home run in Major League Baseball. Says he caught it, said somebody from he, he catches it in the kingdom somebody comes over puts a sticker on on his ball and then all of a sudden the mariners wanted the ball and i guess they're lawyers so they're like oh no 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 that's not how it happens um but this has got to be what 100 home runs so i gotta look up where he hit this to see if this is this is factually correct but i would assume this has got to be somewhere around, like, what, 93, 94, somewhere, somewhere in there. Because um, he started in 89. Anyways, she says that they, again, they came over, gave him the sticker. They they said no. They're, they took it down to their law offices, and they kept it in a safe. But then the death threat started coming in on the phone.
1: Okay, so t- before, <laughs> before we get to that... <laughs> Where did they catch it in right center field in the bleachers above the blue big blue wall? I
0: didn't ask because she immediately went into the death threats on the on the uh, on the voicemail. And she said they had a lot of death threats that came in, and then she uh, immediately skipped over the rest of the story and was like, went from the death threats to. Anyways, we went down there, sorted that out, and we got a picture. With our granddaughter and Ken Jr. is holding them. So, so the
1: Mariners were sending death threats. I don't
0: know. I don't know <laughs> who, who was sending the death threats, but she said they sorted it out.
1: So you got here at what time? About six thirty. Yeah. And so they've been here since about four thirty. Yeah,
0: and they. I got here at six thirty, and this story was already uh, lambasted into me by. 632 uh, Shout out to Trish
1: And remember it's ladies night so they were feeling good <laughs> were...
0: Apparently um, Anyways Come check out MVPs if you were in the North Seattle uh, Edmonds shoreline Area So getting into some uh, some Mariner talk Like I said this is the part of the season Or the off season That yes The, the, the burner is on low Or
1: off you talked about the off season and just the lip service of hearing from the Mariners brass of, of what they said the plan was and having the rug pulled out on us from ownership and really you know closing the purse and it, it it's been a, just one of those off seasons for me where I've just took a step back and stayed away I'll still watch obviously love talking with it with you about it once the games start but it's just a Mariners are just a whole nother different type of feeling this year from the off season.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's not a lot of positive to spin. Uh, it's it's tough to do shows because you're kind of talking about the same old shit. Even when you make this trade with the Robbie Ray, from basically Mitch Haniger, I know there's other pieces involved, but you're just kind of trading around players that are. You know, you're trading somebody that coming off a really tough injury to come back. You don't know what he was gonna be like. He owed a lot of money. Uh so I feel like it's fine considering you you traded that from the from the pitching side. You got plenty of pitching. Uh getting Mitch Hanniger back. Excited to see if he can put a season together. Um the last two seasons have been injury plague. uh it seems like and I've said this before about Mitch Haniger. It seems like great year, a couple of hurt years, great year. If we're going on that blunt rotation right now, this next year is going to be a good year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I certainly hope so. Like Mitch Haniger, it's just interesting how everything turned out with him getting a nice deal from Frisco. The Mariners not wanting to pay for it. The Mariners going out and trading Swanson for Teo. Him uh, then not getting the qualifying offer, and now we trade our. First, you know, big free agent of this whole rebuild. It was a veteran away from Mitch Hanniger back again. It's just a wild freaking ride, the Mariner train.
0: And, and think about it. If he worked in the team store. There's a lot of clearance jerseys switching and changing. And there's still a lot of 17 Mitch Hannigers. Do those come off the clearance rack back onto the wall? You take, the, <laughs> you take Robbie Ray, you put him back down. Uh, I feel bad for the guys that got to paint the the... Uh, the the wallpaper of the guys on the side of the stadium. Oh,
1: great point! I drove by the other day, and two thirds of those guys are needed to be replaced.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know why they just don't. That's how cheap the Mariners are. You should just fucking go out and replace them right
1: away, within a week,
0: within a day. Yeah, you go down, you go to a print shop. I've had to get flyers in a fucking day or something on the budget I have. You get them done. You, you put it up. All right, that guy's down, scrape it off the wall. It doesn't take much money. But no, the Mariners will still leave that shit up.
1: Yeah. They'll be replaced, you know, right before the regular season, a week or so before. And
0: if you're confused, we're talking about right on First Avenue along the stadium.
1: Yeah, the west side of the stadium.
0: Yeah, but it it is interesting. It's like if you're a Seattle Mariners fan, if I was hey, getting a jersey, the only one that I feel safe getting, period, is Julio.
1: Oh, without a doubt.
0: Because I even hear rumors and the way that the Mariners are doing things now. I saw a scenario where they're talking about trading Luis Castillo. This was a scenario the person was bringing up. You trade Luis Castillo, you sign Snell, um, and you get a shitload of things in return for Luis Castillo, plus You signed Snell. Luis Castillo is a better pitcher than Snell, but also it's the amount of shit you're going to get in return.
1: Yeah, stuff-wise, I would agree with you there. Um, You know, it's it's kind of amazing to me, Snell, coming off a Cy Young Award winning year, been reported through the national media that he's only got one offer. I mean, it's just been a wild offseason, and – I mean, maybe it has to do with him saying that he wants to be in Seattle. They're like, why the hell would you want that? We don't want you.
0: You I can't remember ever you had a Cy Young coming off of a Cy Young season. And they're not getting what – like, market value, when he goes, he wants $200 million, that's not
1: crazy. No, but, I mean, he's a Boris guy, so that has something to play into (laughs) it. He does not go – deep in the games, um, but hell, he's he's been a good pitcher from his early career in Tampa to last year with San Diego. He was the bright spot on their team. But, uh, yeah, it's just super surprising. I mean, if we – I mean, what, what about this scenario, Myron? You know, let's say we do end up trading one of our Woos or Millers, which has been talked about. Um, but it's also been talked about and mentioned that the Mariners are going to sell high on them, as they should. Young, good, controllable, that's the key word to the offseason, cheap pitcher. That's they a, would expect the, something big cheap and... Yeah, re- has
0: been the key word. They, they, yeah, they would, they would, they,
1: yeah, for the Mariners, exactly. But when I say controllable, I mean for, you know, what the national guys say. But anyway, uh, them getting what would they get in return and then you know it'd have to be some quality at bat quality batters and then sign Snell yeah that makes sense to me will I see the Mariners spending that type of money on Snell hell no
0: and and I think trading Luis Castillo is a bad idea I feel like the contract that he signed isn't that bad you have four years 80 million so you're 20 million dollars a year that's like
1: He's, that's a fair deal for what he brings to the team. Well, I look at it this way. You sign Robbie Ray, you sign Castillo, and then you ship him out within a couple of years. Who wants to come here and play here after you sign on the dotted line for five years? I mean, that says something to players, too. You know they would be looking at that. Why would you ever want to sign here?
0: Yeah, I, I get that part, too. But I, I, I look at the Robbie Ray letting him go. Yeah. I'm not up in arms over it because he pitched five innings last year. Um I, I it's unfortunate that he's going to be remembered for pitching five innings in 2023 and how he finished 2022. And let's not forget how he started 22. Everything in between was great with Robbie Ray. He started and finished pretty roughly for the Mariners.
1: Yeah. I guess I have a different opinion on it as far as Robbie Ray. He was healthy and didn't have the Tommy John and things were good. Yeah. And they, and you went this trade for Robbie at his best. It's all a money thing for me. You know, John Stanton doesn't want to pay the guy that much money. That's not going to be planned for half the year. But my, my point is you have Robbie Ray at his best and healthy and you make this trade. I don't think it's an equal trade for the Mariners.
0: No, no. Uh, Robbie Ray outside of this injury has been somebody that has taken the hill all the time, whether it was in Arizona, whether it was in Toronto, um, even the season with us, as we all know, nobody was hurt that year. Yeah, and he came
1: back last year while he was injured, was around the guys, was a team leader, you know, kind of the veteran of the pitching staff. Um, yeah, he
0: definitely just didn't go home and collect the paycheck.
1: Correct. But um yeah, just a just a weird trade. It is a
0: weird trade, but if you are going, hey, if you had to sh- shed some contract and some obligations, I get it. The g- given what the Seattle Mariners have already in the young rotation in a clogged rotation and what's coming up. I g- I get that if some somewhere in the team that you're going hey we can we could lose this or get rid of that and maybe like turn this opportunity into something else that 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 trade i get it and that's only because he wasn't a factor of what you did last year and you're building off of what you did last year
1: no i understand it's just i had come back to the lip service like i said of this is the year that we're supposed to be adding on to finish things off and we're not and it's disappointing it is it's uh,
0: i'm hoping it's one of these things that we look back at that the mariners you know were forced to do what they had to do and as, as far and we as catch we catch
1: lightning in a bottle and and we're we're in a pennant race the whole season.
0: We're not fifty four percent. Speaking of that, uh Jerry Kelnick, uh when he left the Mariners, thanked the fans, thanked everybody. Or sorry, when Jerry Kelnick left, he did not thank the Mariners, he thanked everybody else. Uh, now he's talking about the Seattle Mariners, talking about Jerry DePoto and his comments and the distractions. Talking about the 54% and bringing back, hey, even if we added Babe Ruth in his prime, not really going to do much for the team. I'm not, <laughs> I forgot about that stupid one. But the, definitely dumb. Uh, Jared Kelnick finally clapping back at the Mariners. I'm also kind of like, all right, Jared, you know, kind of showing the same old Jared. The other thing you have to—I feel about this whole Jared thing—is he still has a shitload to prove. If he going to have a good year in Atlanta, we will see. Uh, Jared Kelnick also could be Jared Kelnick that we have seen.
1: Yeah, for me, if I was Jared, I probably wouldn't have talked about it. But he would—you know—he got interviewed and he got asked the question. He answered it. It really didn't bother me that much when I think about the Yankees or the Braves, who's he's playing with or the Dodgers, I mean, he's right. Their GMs aren't talking that nonsense. that Jerry DePoto talks about. So he's right in that fact. So, I mean, it didn't bother me. It's going to be a non-factor for him going into Atlanta. It's a class organization that has proven for years that they know what they're doing and they can run a, run a good organization. And I don't see him, getting himself involved in some talk like that. He's going to be on a veteran-laden ball club who is looking to win, will be in the playoffs. And this that kind of nonsense, like I said, is a non-factor, and he won't have to talk about that. He will have to talk about the things like you mentioned. Is he struggling? Is he, you know, performing it a night in and night out? Is he, you know, it might be a good scenario for him. You know, we've talked about where he doesn't have the pressure of having to live up to expectations, but maybe he might take off and have those expectations come true since he's not one of those players that has to save the city.
0: Sure. I, I agree. I agree with all of that. Uh, That was the biggest, that's the biggest fear of always when your team trades somebody like that, that they're going to pan out somewhere. And we've seen that so many times. Uh, A favorite drinking game is drink every time a former Mariner that we traded is in a World Series game or at bat. uh, In the playoffs. You'll black out (laughs) for most of the years. But you say a keyword. I'm just going to jump word association that you said they're nonsense. Jared Kilnick has showed a lot of nonsense. And Jared Kilnick has been his own worst enemy. Uh that has not been proven to change yet. We'll see if he can change that. Also, you say Atlanta doesn't put up with this and this is what they do. So, Jared has a lot to prove as well to fit in there. Yes, he doesn't have to be the guy. Yes, he isn't he isn't the you know, Savior. He isn't the guy that you traded Robinson Cano for. You bring him over here. I mean, Julio took a spot, and he didn't. He didn't adjust well to that. Um, so, to me, it's not as easy as plug and play with Jared, because as much as he may have made these changes last year, I would go to say his behavior hurt the team last year in 2023 more than it hurt them in 2022 or 2021 because he delivered last year he was delivering and then he goes and he kicks the bucket or kicks the cooler and this happens and the Mariners end up going on a run he comes back obviously wasn't 100 but it never was the same
1: yeah i mean Jared Kelnick was a polarizing player in Seattle. You either loved him or hated him. You know, you mentioned the cooler kick. I'm one of those fans or people that oh, whatever, it didn't bother me. Uh, yeah, you, you're right. It affected the team. Yeah, you're right. They played better. Does it mean that he, he is the nucleus that caused that and why things changed? I don't know. But it is what it is. Like I said, the main thing is Jared Kelnick was a polarizing Mariner for the Seattle Mariners. That fans had strong opinions, one extreme to the other.
0: Another person that had a strong opinion about this uh, are ninety-two, going to be ninety-three this weekend. My grandma, grandma norma.
1: Happy birthday, Grams! Happy
0: birthday, Grandma Norma. Let's uh we'll end the segment. Uh, by playing Grandma Norma's uh, sentiments on Jared Kelnick. If you've heard this before, too bad you're fucking hearing it again. It's never gonna get old to me, just like my grandma never gets old to me. Love you, Grandma. Happy birthday. Hello. Well, Grandma, Jared Kelnick, no longer a Mariner. He's an Atlanta Brave. What's your feelings on it? I, uh, my feelings are on this, it's a, I really don't care. I, he wasn't one of my favorites. The one that kicked the water cooler? That's who he is, he was very passionate. Yeah, well, maybe he could go get a job with the Seahawks as a kicker. Oh. If things don't work out, with a lot of praise. So you didn't, like, mean, you didn't like his attitude? No, I didn't care for him at all. But uh, I always always under the impression that you kind of liked him when they brought him in up there. Does, does Hampton like him? Well, he wasn't my favorite, I'll tell you that, so I can't, uh, I wish him luck, but I I can't shed any uh, tears over him going and uh, leave the rest of the team kind of alone.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, a very funny man. Please welcome from Seattle, Jay Buehner.
0: Here's one for you. Horse walks into a bar. Bartender says, hey, why the long face? Here's one for you. Aren't you glad he decided to play right field for the Mariners instead? And it is grand salami time for Jay Buter. Call for season tickets. All right, so uh, we have one other little extra thing that was sent to us. Even though it's Angels stuff, we love to bash. We love to punch down on the Angels. I love it. I fucking love to punch down on the Anaheim Angels. Uh, they literally are dumpster fire. If you've not seen our dumpster fire video that we did, uh, we did it with NBC's Carl Tart, Peacock's Carl Tart. In fact, go check out the series that's dropping right now in the know, created by the famous Mike Judge, created Beavis and Butthead, Office Space, Silicon Valley, uh, a legend. Go check it out. Hit us up in the comments saying thank you, Myron, for letting me know about that, but just wanted to give a shout-out to Carl, hard-working, deserving guy that uh, we're happy for him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Carl's a nice guy. I've, I've been, been privileged to get to meet him through you, Myron, and what a good dude. Big sports fan. Love talking sports yeah, 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 yeah. Big Dodgers
0: fan. Uh, we'll see him down in um, LA together. Well, I'll see him all the time, but we'll be down there for the LA series Uh But across the way, again, uh, down that dumpster fire in Anaheim, uh, we have Anthony Randone's stupid-ass comments, followed up by awful season where he grabbed a fan in Oakland, uh, followed up with the year before when he was hurt and instigated or heightened at least the fight with Jesse Winker and the Seattle Mariners. God damn it. Jesse Winker made his name back on our podcast. Fuck. Uh, Well, anyways, uh, this was sent in. uh, What do we think about this? Well, Rendon literally uh, wants or made these comments that he thinks the baseball season should be shortened. Uh, But the funny thing is Anthony Papelbon, former teammate chimed in on that about him calling and it said, Papa bon tweeted, played with Randone and literally hates baseball. Yeah, it's long. Isn't that what you signed up for? Just tell the team you want to play half the season and give half your salary back or give back your salary. This was after Randone went on a podcast and said he had the power to change something in baseball, he'd shorten the season. I'm looking at some of these comments. If I could give a word association to Rendon, a loser.
1: Uh... I hate to admit, Byron, when he was with Washington, I was praying that the Mariners would sign him. He was an absolute stud with them and a good player. But, man, it has come out that he's one of those guys that is just naturally good at baseball, so he plays it. But he's not a fan of it. But, yeah, what a dude. What a douche. I mean, I'm not a fan of Papelbon either. I mean. You go after bryce harper you're not on my team
0: oh, oh strong words from a man off camera you know in edmonds but it was in seattle's kingdom where the wild kingdom really had its day
1: the most frightful delay of all time was the attack of the killer kitten. Gosh, what is that? Is that a, a rat? A muskrat? Or a, a cat? I not see that. It's a cat. Dup, dup, dup. We had, you know, some stray cats uh, that, you know, took up residence in the kingdom for a long time. Well, this one particular night, one of the cats gets on the field and is just running around all over the place. And finally, another attendant picks it up, and the attendant that got scratched just, ow, oh, he's it's... in pain. Look now, at him. Boy, that cat is oh, all it. He's starting to run off the field and take care of the cat. All of a sudden, this cat just munches down on his finger. That's a tough little guy. The cat won't let go, and all of a sudden, Bird is twirling around like a top, trying to get rid of his cat. He's going like this, trying to get the cat, and the cat's hung out his finger like this, and he's in a whole lot of pain. Finally, he gets rid of the cat. A fussy feline with claws. That was kind of funny. <laughs> that cat has gone crazy.
0: All right. It's good to be back. Uh, want to give a big thanks to MVPs here in, uh, Edmonds, right off in of 99. Uh, come check this place out. Ask for Jesse, ask for Shelby. Um, they also have a, a sister or brother a bar called bleachers down in, uh, down in Seattle and North Seattle and Greenwood, uh, Pretty famous place, right?
1: Wood, green wood.
0: Uh, Bleachers wasn't a big low, the Seattle Super Sports fan affiliated with that bar. I used
1: to bartend there, I believe. And, I've seen him there. That's
0: a classic Bleachers. Shout out to Bleachers. Uh So, elephant in the room, if you're a longtime listener of podcasts or first-time listener, uh, usually you hear the intro. You hear us right here on Odyssey. We are an Odyssey, uh, Seattle Mariners podcast well that is no more but uh uh you've probably heard news about odyssey and what's going on over there well we were a casualty of uh i don't know (laughs) uh either way we've parted ways with odyssey that doesn't mean this podcast has stopped we just kind of took a little bit of a break we had some programming that we were doing that stuff we were going to come out on odyssey still plan to bring that to you. Uh, Where we are going to land, that is TBD. But I can assure you they there are discussions, um, no matter what the show is not going to stop. But I would encourage everybody to go to the YouTube page. And I would encourage anybody that listens to the show, cares about the show, listens to the show. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. If you haven't been to the YouTube page, please subscribe. Those things kind of help kind of help. They definitely help. Uh, Also, if we end up doing this independently and you want to know, hey, how can we help out the show? Uh, We'll let you know. Uh, But for starters, if you go and do those things, right, Anno, that really helps the show, especially the ratings.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And a big thank you from me and I know definitely from Myron, for all you that listen, support, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, and that actually enjoy this dive bar style podcast talking about Seattle Mariners. We have a lot of fun. It's two guys that have known each other a while talking about the Mariners and get to spend some extra time together talking about it. And we appreciate you checking in and listening and liking. Thank you.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, the, the good part about not being with Odyssey right now is that we're gonna be able to lean more into the dive bar stuff the expectations of how the show are going to be the control is come back this way. Also the name and, and everything with it is, is ours still. And that's, what's fun. And I also want to say thanks to Odyssey. It's been a fun learning experience, sometimes frustrating, but at the end of the day, Odyssey definitely helped us grow this show or definitely helped me as a podcast producer first time podcast producer uh hitting those deadlines making sure things get out um uh where we're gonna go next where we're gonna land i'll be happy to share that with you and uh when all that gets settled but as far as a podcast listener just keep downloading them there's really no change most people uh get their stuff and apple and spotify you'll be able to continue to do that if you get it specifically through odyssey odyssey has been uh really nice to us and we're still going to be parked there in the meanwhile we weren't thrown out in the cold and our show had to stop we just took a personal break just for a couple of weeks and definitely just to recharge rethink see what we're going to do we're excited for this season even though we do Frustrate and bitch and moan About what the Seattle Mariners are doing But we're Seattle Mariners fans Everybody else is doing that You get what we're doing Anyways, thank you for liking, subscribing And again, we love those five tool baseball players But you know what we like more than that? Those five star reviews Please hit us up with that five star review We'll be back on our regularly scheduled You'll see us or listen to us When you listen to us We'll be back next week Okay, listen, we will be back next week. Meanwhile, go check out the YouTube. Anyways, uh, one more time. Thanks to MVPs up here in Edmonds. With that being said, Hannah, you know what motherfucking time it is. (laughs)